Welcome to An Epiphany with Tiffany. My name is Tiffany, and this is my podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about communication. Yes, I'm finally going to do this one. I've mentioned it multiple times in previous episodes, how I feel like communication is super important. So, we're just going to go right on into it. Everybody sucks at communicating. Let's be honest. We're just not great. We we don't know how to communicate our feelings. We don't know how to... Honestly, like... State what we need. We just... We suck. Like, and we're not taught how to properly communicate. It's horrible. Okay, let me rewind before I get off on a tangent that I can't get back from. So, jeez, oh, like I don't even know like really where to start. It just, we all really need to work on communication, whether that's with family or friends or in romantic relationships. Like, let's just think about a fight, right? You know, maybe you have siblings and you guys fight all the time like mine do. (laughs) I love you guys. (laughs) But we just, we don't communicate great. And so we don't fight well at all. And we just kind of get defensive and just tend to go off on each other, which is so not great. Um, but here's one of the biggest things about communicating is listening to the other person. Not just listening to respond to the other person and defend yourself. It's all about listening, understanding where they're coming from, regardless of how you feel about the situation. And then coming back to the conversation and going, okay, I hear you. I apologize that you feel this way. Or I apologize for making you feel this way. You know, this is how I feel about the situation. And then you as the other person, you know, sit there and listen as well and hear what they say and hear how they feel about whatever the situation may be. And then you can either agree or agree to disagree on the whole situation. But after that, it's said and done without Everybody going off and like cussing and saying things that we're going to regret. Because we all do it. Definitely do it. (laughs) I love my siblings. Um, But yeah, we just, we're all stubborn Germans with Irish tempers who don't communicate the best. So there's that. But like I said, the huge thing is we don't listen to each other. We really don't. And that's the problem. Is we're like offended or, you know, upset about whatever the situation may be. And instead of listening to each other and trying to understand how the other person feels, we automatically come in defensive. And that's no bueno. And I'm talking to myself because, like I mentioned before, I 
tend to be very reactive instead of not being that way. (laughs) So, you know, this episode is just as much about my issues with not being able to communicate and just as much as everybody else. That's why I say we suck because it's really like I tend to suck at communicating and I'm trying to work on that. Anyway, I'm rambling. (laughs) But what else is new, right guys? So, Let's talk about a situation that happened recently, and like I'm struggling to kind of communicate my feelings about a situation, and it's not that I'm not going to, it's more I'm trying to take the time and space to figure out how to say what I want to say versus being reactive and you know, kind of going crazy. And, yeah, it's so hard. Like, it's so hard when you want to be, like, have an emotional response instead of, like, a logical um, response about situations. Anyway. <laughs> uh, communication, guys. Communication. So, like, let's... An example, saying, like, I need to take a day off, right? Because not only do I want a day off, but I need to kind of reset. Like, if I was communicating that, um, you know, it could go like, hey, I'm just not feeling great. I need to kind of have a minute, basically, to myself. But if I didn't communicate that, I would go to work and be like extremely frustrated, very tired, really short and, you know, short as in like having a short fuse. And that's just not going to be good for anybody either. Right. So being able to have the understanding of the fact that I need some time to kind of reflect and recharge after a very, very busy couple of weeks, um, very stressful couple of weeks as well. So, you know, being, being able to go, Hey, I need to not come to work today or whatever. Like I'm not feeling great, which is true. Very tired. Um, but anyway, being able to state that in a way that isn't going to like cause further issues or cause any issues. <clears throat> like that's just, you know, one example, right? Another example would be like me saying to maybe a family member, like, hey, I really want to hang out because I kind of feel like I'm missing some quality time with you. Now, one of my top love languages is quality time. So, me being able to say, hey, I need this from you, whether their love languages are quality time or not, you know, lets them know, like, hey, I feel some disconnect here. Like, I want to be able to connect with you guys on this level. Can we hang out? Right? That's me communicating my needs to my family or friends. Now, my other top love language is physical touch. 
So, you know, sometimes I'll just be like, hey, I need a hug. <laughs> or, you know, just go up and just attack somebody because I need a hug. Um, you know, I need to feel that connection. I need to feel that kind of, like, love from them. Right, but here's here's another scenario. Um, one of my friends' love languages is, is words of affirmation. Now, I feel like I tend to speak that one pretty well. That one's number three on my list, but it's also not my top priority. Like, I don't always, like, go to that. I am very encouraging, but Elox has come with a lot of practice. So, like, I have this friend of mine, you know, they'll reach out and be like, hey, I just, I need this right now. You know, and then I can show them that I do love them by practicing that form of love to them. You know, I can tell them, like, hey, you're doing a great job. You, you know, you got this. <laughs> you can do it. Um, or, you know, whatever the scenario it requires me to say to them. Or whatever it is that they need to hear. You know, that's where communication is good. Like being able to speak up and say, hey, I need this from you. I think that's where a lot of relationships struggle. Right? Like we kind of, we expect the other person to know what we need instead of being not forceful. Um... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, or, I mean, forceful is a good one, but that has some connotations that I'm trying to stay away from. So, assertive. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, assertive with what we need. If we don't, if we're not assertive with that, you know, when we just expect the other person to read our minds, we're just going to be pissed off the whole time. Like, seriously, come on. You all know it's true. It's very true. So, anyway, like, that is just so unhealthy to expect the other person in whatever their relationship is to be able to read our minds and to be able to assume that this is what we need in this scenario. Here's another example. Um, I mentioned in my last episode about my grandpa that, you know, this time of year is really difficult. I uh, tend to disassociate a little bit, and um, <laughs> my best friend uh, was trying to figure out what was wrong, because she's a fixer. I love you. Um, she's a fixer, and so, which I mean, I'm a fixer in my own way as well, but anyway, I was disassociating, <laughs> and one of the ways that I disassociate is by cleaning, and so... I was just sitting there freaking doing the dishes while her and a couple of other friends were hanging out in the kitchen as well. And I was like trying to be involved because, you know, they're there to hang out and stuff and cook dinner and like whatever. But I also like couldn't physically, I mean, I could physically be there, but I couldn't mentally be there if that makes any sense whatsoever. If you ever disassociated before, you know what I mean? So I was physically there, but I was doing the dishes. <laughs> and she comes over and she's like, you know, you don't have to do the dishes, right? 
<clears throat> so I looked at her and I was like, I'm disassociating. I don't need you to fix this right now. <laughs> well, maybe not exactly in those words, but that's basically what I was telling her. And she was like, okay, cool. And she just kind of backed away. And, you know, it was in like that moment I was able to tell her, like, I know that you're trying to fix it. I don't want you to fix it. I just need to do this right now. And this is something that I can control. So I'm doing your dishes. And yeah, so it was just kind of funny because in past scenarios, I wouldn't have said, this is what I'm doing. I would have just been like, no, I'm fine. Like, just, I'm fine, leave me alone. <laughs> Instead of saying like, hey, this is what I'm doing because of this, you know, I'll talk to you about it later. Right, so that scenario could have gone so many different ways. But I know that she appreciated the way that I communicated what I actually needed. And that wasn't for her to fix it in that moment. So, you know, that's just another example. Just an epiphany moment. <laughs> right there when I'm doing the dishes. Because I needed to just check out. Um, but still physically be present. And it was kind of funny too. Because I kind of kept randomly chiming into their conversation. <laughs> that was happening behind me. And, um, you know, so it was kind of like. Okay, I'm listening to what's happening. Um, sorry, I'm listening to what's happening. I thought I was going to sneeze. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm listening to what's happening. And so I'm kind of involved. But at the same time, I'm taking control of a situation where, like, for whatever reason, at that moment, I just felt like I was out of control. You know, so you just kind of have to find those things to help with that. And so that's where communication really comes in. Because if you're anything like me, where you haven't always communicated the best, some people will see you doing something like that and, you know, just assume you really don't want to be there or assume that, you know, you have some deep dark thing that needs to be fixed right in that moment and sometimes it's just we're tired or you know we've got a lot of going like a lot going on in our heads where we kind of just need to take a minute so anyway that was just something that was very recent that happened where I was able to you know speak my needs and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a big thing where it could have been a big thing, but it wasn't. So yeah, back to the whole listening to each other thing. <laughs> like there's been a lot of like arguments that I've, ooh, excuse me, um, I've been privy to. And the biggest thing is people aren't listening, aren't really listening we just assume that we know what the other person's saying. We misinterpret what the other person's saying because of our own, either our own insecurities, our own trauma, our own whatever, like whatever the crap is that's going on in our head. And we just take what somebody says and run with it instead of really trying to understand their meaning behind their words. 
So I think it was episode one or two, maybe it was episode one, um, where I was talking about blessing, blessings and cursings and, um, you know, being careful of the words we use. Well, I was on TikTok earlier <laughs> and I was watching this guy's video and he was talking about the same basic thing where like he was referencing, you know, something that, uh, that he wished a pastor had told him when he was a young believer and how important the words or the tongue is. Right. So he's talking about how we can bless and curse somebody with what we say, blah, 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 blah. But also, like, that's how the devil can play a role in our relationships. Because, you know, we can, because of past issues, like for me, example, as an example, like, because of past issues, I will sometimes see or see or hear things that are being said and done and just go in my head, oh crap, here it goes again. Like, of course, this is going to happen now because it's happened my whole life. And so, of course, I'm just going to keep having to go through this bullcrap cycle of junk, right? But here's the problem is I was speaking that into my life. Yeah, I'm going to let that one sit for a second. I was speaking those things into my life. By using words like, this always happens, so of course it's going to keep happening. Like, bull crap. Bull crap. It's bull. It doesn't need to keep happening. I let it keep happening by speaking those words into my life and, and letting those thoughts continue to come up. It's baloney. It is baloney. I mean, there, again, was a recent situation that I need to talk to somebody about. But here's, here's the thing. Is yes, there was things that were done wrong on both sides. But I should have communicated in that moment, and I didn't. I did not communicate the feelings that I was having because I was trying to keep the peace. But realistically, what was going on in my head was, okay, here we go again. Like, of course, this is how your birthday always goes. Something always happens. Some drama always comes up. You know, it's just another year baloney. Like I didn't need to do that to myself. <laughs> I honestly didn't. And I did. And so again, that's where communication comes in. If I had like stood up and been assertive and said like, Hey, I don't like this, 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 or this, or this, or this that is going on. Yeah. It may have caused like some more issues in the moment because of some stuff that was going on. But I wouldn't have, like, allowed myself to continue to have the thoughts that I was having about the situation in general. Because my peace would have been out there. I would have communicated 
how I felt. And, you know, things wouldn't have just gotten, like, brushed under the rug. The communication, it's so important. <laughs> so, so important. Anyway, I mean, that's just one example that's just kind of on my heart because I know it's something that needs to be dealt with. Um, you know, I know it'll all be good in the hood, but again, I shouldn't have let it go. I should have spoke up and, um, you know, stated what I needed, stated how I felt about the situation and, you know, no matter, no matter what. So communication, just communicate. Now, again, there's ways to communicate well, and there's ways not to communicate well. Who out there has seen the movie War Room? If you have not seen the movie War Room, you need to watch it. It's so good. Oh my God, it makes me cry every freaking time. Ugh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> anyway, so, oh my gosh, her name is escaping me. Uh, little old lady who's really not that old in real life. Um, dang it, Miss Clara, Whew. that one, that one came out of nowhere, okay, Miss Clara, <laughs> um, she talks about how you need to fight well, right, if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and really what she's, like, talking about is having, you know, having God and Jesus fight our battles for us, because that's ultimately what we need to do. We need to rely on them to fight our battles. But we also need to learn how to communicate with each other. We need to learn how to, quote, fight well with each other. And that's where prayer comes in. Right? Again, if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And the idea of a war room is, you know, entering into the battleground and having a plan, having a strategy. And that's where prayer is a huge, huge thing. So that is like another epiphany that I've had <laughs> in the last few years is, you know, a lot of the times when I'm reacting to a situation instead of um, taking a step back and kind of processing through how I'm feeling, I leave out the prayer aspect. Like if I'm if I'm just reacting, it's just all of a sudden all these emotions are blah, right? Instead of me taking a second and going, okay, God, like, give me the words, or you know, God, I give you this situation, and help me to, you know, glorify you in it instead of glorifying my flesh or you know, letting the devil have this win. Anyway, I want to watch that movie now. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, my favorite scene is the scene where she kicks the devil out of her house. Ooh, chills. Again, if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. So freaking amazing. But anyway, as I think about that movie and as I think about the, the idea of having a war room in general, like, we can't... We can't expect... A situation to resolve itself if one we're not prayerfully like going into it two 
were not properly communicating. Because again, even if things are getting heated after you've like calmed down and you know you're coming to this person to try and like communicate what you need from them or want from them. You have to, um, you still have to have that aspect of prayer. You still have to, if you call yourself a Christian, you know, you want to be making sure that God is getting the glory in it all. Right? And again, nobody's perfect. Every situation is going to have some issues. You know, it's not going to go perfectly because we're all human and we all get mad among other things. (laughs) So, you know, you just got to prayerfully consider, am I saying something to somebody because it needs to be said? Or am I saying something to somebody because I want them to feel a certain way? I want them to feel bad or I want them to feel how I'm feeling. (sighs) Don't get me started on that one. That's another rant for another day. But that's why I'm in the boat that I'm in right now is because I'm trying to make sure that I approach the situation that I need to to approach in a way that's not going to cause more issues. Right? Again, like it's not, you know, it's not like my fault in the sense that I could have stopped it because again, I'm not perfect. But... You know, there is, there is a role that I played in it. And so, you know, that's something that I have to bring up as well. Well, you know, when I have this conversation, at whatever point I have this conversation. <sighs> Communication, y'all. Communication. So anyway, if you, like, feel like you don't communicate well, or you relate to this at all, or you want to just ask me more questions about communication in general, let me know. I just, I mean, I'm sure that there's way more I can say about communication. So there might be a communication episode part two. Um, but that's just kind of the gist of it. Like, speak up and figure out what it is that you need and what you want. If you don't know what you need and you don't know what you want, pray about it. Do the research. Like, You know, I know some people have issues with, like, personality tests and all that stuff, but I freaking love them. You know, so, like, find out your Enneagram. Find out your uh, Myers-Briggs personality type. Um, You know, find out your strength finders. Uh, I'm trying to think what other one is. I mean, I don't believe in, like, the zodiac sign or anything like that. That's bull baloney. Um, (laughs) But that's just... Anyway, that's a rant for another day, too. So figure out that stuff, though, because I feel like... You know, God gives us multiple ways to relate to each other. And let's be honest, like I said in the previous episode, it's all about relationship. We want to relate to each other because we also want to relate to God. Like we always have, everybody always says that I'm missing something in my life, right? And I have this hole I need to fill. Well, 
yeah, you know, fill that with God. But at the same time, like relationships can help fulfill some of those things as well. Not romantic relationships. Don't get it twisted. <sighs> I'm talking about like friendships and family and yes, romantic relationships on some part. But again, all glory needs to go to God and not the other person. <sighs> I'll rant about that one uh, another time too. So anyway, relationships, we crave them like a previous episode says. So do the work to learn how to communicate what you need in those relationships. You know, you can study the Bible. You can, like I said, do the Enneagram, do these other, quote, personality tests. Um, and stuff because it teaches you a lot about what you need and also why you kind of do the things you do. Which is crazy. Um, which is crazy within itself. So, like the Enneagram, for instance, I'm a type 4 and a 6. And um, I think I'm wing 7 or... Yeah, anyway. Um, but those two types I relate to the most. And it's crazy. When you, relate, when you read the descriptions of them, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so me. <laughs> Like, that's so crazy. Like, no wonder I do this kind of stuff or no wonder I need this kind of, I guess, attention or, um, you know, no wonder I work better with these kinds of people versus not working so great with these other kinds of people. It's just a way to understand and relate to each other and to learn how to better relate to the people that we don't relate to well. Like, I'm going to say this wrong, but there's like a type, one of the types that does not get along with a four at all. Like it's just, is bad. And um, since learning more about the types and stuff, I've learned like who some of these people are that are in that type. I think it's a one. I feel maybe it's not a one. Uh, it might be a seven. That means I'm not a wing seven. Anyway, um, it's one of those two, I'm pretty sure. And so it's just because like we do things differently. We handle situations differently. Um, just doesn't, you know, there's things that are different because we're all different. So anyway, ever since then, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> no wonder this person drives me nuts because of this. But then that's also helped me to realize in situations where these individuals are driving me crazy, that I'm go, okay, like it's not, you know, necessarily something they can change. It's given me a new appreciation for these people because again, it's not like a salvation issue. It's not like they're murderers or anything crazy like that. It's just like little quirks that they have that tend to bother me, but it's like insane because they shouldn't, <laughs> but they do because that's how I process. I process things differently than they do, right? Because we're all different. We all have different spiritual gifts. We all have, we're all just different. And so that's how God created us, you know, but there's nothing wrong with how I feel about said quirks. 
um, said quarks, but there's also nothing wrong with their said quarks to begin with. It's all about how can I try and handle the situation differently knowing that they're this way because of this situation or they're this way because they're a number seven or whatever. Anyway, again, it all comes down to how we can relate to everybody, how we can communicate. Because I've actually had that conversation with a, it has to be a seven. I had that conversation with a seven where I'm like, you know, the reason that we don't get along is because that you're a seven and I'm a four. Right? And they were like, oh my gosh, I was thinking the same thing the other day. Like once I realized you were a four, I'm like, oh wow, no wonder, you know, she and I have issues. So in that moment, we were able to communicate about it and go, okay, cool. Like, we're fine now. Like, I mean, not fine. <laughs> There's still going to be problems. Um, but we're better in this sense because we both have acknowledged it. And so now it doesn't have the same foothold that it used to. It's not so much of a, oh my God, they're driving me crazy. You know, it's more like, oh, yeah, well, that's okay. Like, you do you, boo. <laughs> you know what I mean? <sighs> Again, communication. But knowledge. Like, you need knowledge to go with that communication. You need to learn what you need. You need to learn what you want. And then you start practicing how to communicate it. And again, it comes down to communicating with somebody who's actually going to listen. It's so difficult to communicate with people who don't listen. You can't do it. It's that whole pearls before swine thing. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> that's an, again another conversation for another day. Um, but yeah, so just like you have to understand that some people just aren't going to communicate with you. Some people aren't going to let you communicate. And then you got to deal with that on your own in different ways. Communication. We suck at it. We can do better, but there are steps to make it better. And again, both parties have to be willing. And so if the party that you're trying to talk to isn't willing, just pray about it. And I know just saying just pray about it is so cliche um, in its own way. <laughs> Not to pray is cliche, just it gets... The phrase, oh, well, just pray about it, gets used way too much in, you know, just like a nonchalant way. Like, all we can do is pray about it. And that's not all we can do. And now I'm ranting about a completely different topic. I'm just kind of all over the place today. But, you know, this is me, very tired and exhausted. <laughs> but talking about something that I think needs to be talked about. And if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know that I'm a little all over the place. And that's fine. I'm cool with it. It's my own style. Alright, y'all. I'm going to wrap this episode up. And I hope this helped somebody. If it didn't, well, thanks for listening anyway. <laughs> Alright, y'all. I'll catch you on the flip side.